0: Welcome to the CMS Real Deal podcast, where we take a step back from the legal nitty gritty and provide insight into issues affecting the property industry. I am Danny Drummond Bressington, and today I'm joined by Watchek, partner and head of our CEE real estate at CMS, and Mark Robinson, CEE research specialist at Colliers International. They are here to talk about CMS and Colliers' co authored report on the CEE office market entitled, Is Your Workplace Millennial Ready? Welcome Mark and Wojciech. Well, thank you. Um, this is the second annual Real Estate Compass report that you have collaborated on for the CEE region. What made you choose the future of the office and in particular, what made you focus on millennials? Mark?
1: Yes, well, two things, two things actually. First of all, this is a very, very fast moving topic and one which has got a, a lot of aspects and therefore what we wanted to do in the research is actually capture that via a survey of our client bases. So we actually went out to our clients uh, over, the last, over the last few weeks mm-hmm. and asked them questions regarding the future of the work office in mm-hmm. the Central and Eastern European region and we were actually able to capture their, their opinions on this subject and I think that's important given that, 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 that it's a fast moving topic that you yeah. take a photograph. You're taking a snapshot at a particular point in time. So then in, in the future, we will be able to take another snapshot and, and get some kind of comparison of, of how things are, are progressing because this is so fast moving. And the second aspect is that it is extremely wide. Um, we've had in our seminar this morning a wide variety of issues that came up connected with this topic. And it's, 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 it's therefore... Also extremely interesting from that perspective that that, uh, that uh, property investors property landlords property tenants the occupiers are having to get their heads around literally get their heads around this topic and try to try to try to understand it and react to it and, and make uh, the best decisions for, for, for their businesses in yeah. the future
0: so how is the office market changing in CEE that's for either of you
2: well oh, it's, a, it's a very very good question. At the moment, we are experiencing that because of the cultural change, people want a different office. Mm-hmm. So we experience that the younger generation, not really everyone, wants to enjoy a different life, and it's, it, and this includes a different office. People do co-working; they share uh, offices. Apparently, younger generation don't have an issue working on an open plan, in an open plan office, like it used to be a huge debate 10 years ago in our office, I remember, in Warsaw, where people didn't want to have an open plan office. Nowadays, it's changing. People actually want to see other people when they're working, they want to spend time with other people, and they want to have better, different offices, and this is impacting the market and our clients
0: and so how is the physical space changing to what the office workers are demanding? Are you see, are we seeing space being retrofitted to accommodate this? Is that um, a big business?
1: Yes certainly at Colliers we have uh, we are offering this service in, in, in some of our Central and Eastern European operations as a, as a business line that these refits do, can and do occur. Obviously you are constricted to a certain extent okay. by the the age of a building or its design, uh, but all the same, yes, walls are coming down literally, yeah. and it is that is that shift from the cellular office box office to an open plan system. Yeah. Uh, but then what the the base is now moving beyond that to to from the classic open plan to actually thinking about hot desking, so your yeah. capacity is less than the number of employees that you have. Yeah. Uh, and then how do you deal with the spillover how, wh- yeah. what is happening with the rest are they working from home are they doing agile working as in working in public places cafes or or wherever um, are they uh, and, uh, and also within the office space itself the aspect of what we call activity-based working that if you have a collaborative activity where you're having a meeting uh, you, you you're, you're not sitting at your desk doing it you're finding a collaborative space to be able to sit down a corner and a corner or a breakout area or, or and th- these things are actually designed into the office space yeah. so th- this is this aspect is changing quite rapidly and we are seeing it in Central and Eastern Europe
0: Once, you, you mentioned hot desking and one stat that stood out to me reading the report was that um, hot desking is not that popular yet in CEE, I think 65% of the respondents to your survey said that they rarely or never used hot desking and that was I, stood out to me because um, we did a report similar on office environment in the UK, our um, smart, healthy and agile report and that said 54% of millennials who we asked preferred hot desking so there's obviously a very big difference there Obviously, the C- CEE market is changing at a different rate. But do you see that CMS real estate team will be hot-desking in um, soon?
2: I do. You do? I do. Actually, I, I think we already. When people come from different offices, they'll they'll not have a separate like from different offices. They'll come to Warsaw, from Prague, or from Budapest. They'll not have a separate room. They'll probably sit somewhere where someone else is away on that day. So. I think many people also want to work from home, they want home office, and if they want home office, then obviously there'll be fewer people in the office. And if people want flexibility, then obviously hot desk desking is, is the answer to, to this yeah. requirement.
0: Um, can I ask what you, what flexible working means in, in CEE? Do you, we've talked about sort of working from home, is it, um, Coffee shops as alternatives, or we're we starting to see a rise of the equivalent of WeWork and and co-working spaces. Is that starting? Is there a gener- uh, Is there a momentum getting behind that?
1: Um, in terms of actual uh, execution of and and presence of co-working space, mm. it's very it's in its infancy in Central and Eastern Europe. We we are aware that WeWork is looking at Moscow. It's looking at Warsaw. Uh, in terms of location, but it is in its infancy. There, there are small, small providers of, of space, uh, co-working space in, in the in some of the other capital cities that, that they exist. But it is around one to two percent. We believe somewhere in, in somewhere like Bucharest. Uh, so it is a very small percentage at this stage. Uh, it, yes, it's there, but it's 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 a nascent stage. So it's probably where London was. I'm guessing two, three, four years ago. Yeah. So it it's, it's the the penetration curve let's call it is is we're still in the we're still in the very early adoption stage yeah I would say but it will spread it can and will spread and it's driven by the the spread of new work, these new workplace attitudes it's yeah. the employee it's the, it's employee driven
0: and what from a from a leasing point of view are you seeing people coming to you asking for more flexibility to be built into leased leases now to accommodate perhaps more? Agile working, flexibility on space requirements?
2: Uh, yes, we do. I mean, when people come to us, they usually have a heads of terms executed, and then we need to implement what their requirements uh, and what the landlord has signed up to. And we do see that, uh, that people want flexibility, they want to be able to, to uh, terminate their lease earlier. They want to be able to reduce the space, expand the space, and it's really quite difficult to make sure that, that legally all it works, that it does not clash with other occupiers in mm-hmm. the same building, other the requirements of other occupiers, the commitments of the landlord mm-hmm. to other, other tenants. And uh, at the end of the day, it's the investor who is uh, spending money on a, on a office building and the investor who would love to see a 10 year 15 year lease uh, without any changes to the to the space and this is, this is, this is creating sometimes discussions tensions between investors uh, developers and occupiers. Occupiers want flexibility developers want to keep occupiers happy but at the same time want to be able to sell the building and investors and banks on the other hand don't want any flexibility they, they, they just see the cash flow
0: so do you think the investment market has also got to change to allow the flexibility to come in?
2: It will have to, it will yeah. have to, sooner or later, if, if the world moves in the, the direction it's moving now, the, the investors and the banks will actually have to adapt to a different uh, different situation.
0: Oh, very interesting. Yes, yeah.
1: co- conceptually we see it's almost like the, investing in the hotel sector yeah. because you've got this o- o- occupancy level that you've got to achieve to be profitable. Yeah. So you've got to fill the space. Uh, for a certain price, and the same with it, it's the same with airlines, yeah. the same concept. So it's that, and the, therefore the. the degree but applying
0: to that to the real estate market yes. is an absolute mindset change, Absolutely. isn't it? Because we talked about fixed-term leases for 10, 15 years, yes. covenant, cash coming in, but that's a big mindset change there. It is, it is, and therefore
1: the investors, the the banks, as you mentioned, the. Uh, uh, have to have to have dif- have a, have a view on this and, yeah. and create a view and t- and, and in the risk. Yeah. In essence.
0: So do you, th- you think that's going to start and ha- we're going to start to see that a bit more then, um, or people are going to have to start to recognise that as a. Well, yes. Oh I mean,
1: in some way. I mean, I, I don't know the precise numbers in London, but we are talking a much more substantial proportion yeah. of office space in central London that is that is uh, that is that is uh, shared work work workspace. And I, I, I hear figures of 20 to 30 percent in terms of new new leasing going on. Yeah. Uh, that so that's significant. Yeah. So therefore, from an investment perspective, if 20 percent of this 20 percent of this larger market is it, that subsector, well, yeah. it's material. You cannot, yeah. ignore, it. You no, cannot abs- ignore it. No,
0: absolutely, you can't ignore it. I'm going to change tack slightly because there was um, one statistic that that uh, caught my eye. And it caught my eye again because it was a comparison uh, with a survey we did in the UK. And that, so your report says that only 4% of your respondents said they'd be comfortable with technology that monitors the location in the office. And that compares to 54% of millennials in response to an equivalent UK survey. That's a huge difference. Um, What do you think the reasons are behind that? Hmm.
2: It's difficult to say. Probably it. I would imagine that respondents don't really know they are already being followed. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at, at, at the recent uh, information about Facebook and, and, and the whole story, mm-hmm. the respondents will, will have to get used to the fact that, that they are being followed at the moment yeah. and they'll, they'll, they're, they're, in order to monitor their needs, they'll be uh, need to, to monitor themselves. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think there is the aspect which I think you've discussed already uh, before that a lot of the respondents to this survey lived under communism. Yeah. And so, therefore, there is some aspect of Big Brother. Yeah, Yeah. Orwell. Orwell resistance to Orwell's world. Yeah. So, there is that, I think, as well. Uh, Fundamentally
0: different um, cultural background. Yes. Which would explain it. I want to ask the question. Do you think millennials really are different and have different needs? Do you think from your survey it's shown that they are? They, what, are, they are different. They yeah. are
2: different. If you, if you look at their requirements, if you look at, at the way they work, the way they shop, the way they date, it's, a whole, it's all different yeah. compared with what we used to be back 20, 30 years yeah. ago. But we are also changing, I think. It's yeah. we, the, the, the technology is, is changing us. But the millennials are, are different in their Perception of the world. Yeah, yeah, they tend to be very communicative, very yeah. vocal. Yeah. So that, I think that's the
1: big on oh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> well, we'll see. I think they they're already moving on to other platforms. So yeah,
0: WhatsApp and <laughs> all yes. sorts of different things. Yes. That we, even I I can't keep up, um, but it, I think we see it as well. You, know, a big change in and a lot of the um, opportunities and the spaces that we create in our offices are driven because of. Uh, millennials wanting um, that kind of office, and it's part of being seen as employer of choice, that the office and the office environment.
2: Absolutely, in CE, uh, firms have to compete for staff. When I when I started, which was 20 years ago, the unemployment rate in CE was about 20 in Poland was 20% across CE, wow. similar levels. Nowadays, it's below five, and in places like big cities, Warsaw, it's probably negative at the moment, wow. meaning employers are chasing yeah. employees rather than the other way around, and you know while you can actually supplement labor force by importing people, for, by, by by bringing people from from Ukraine, which is happening in Poland, it's not easy to to train these people to the level you know that 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 is required. So absolutely employers have to make sure they keep their employees happy at the moment like in, in one of the features was that 80 or 90 percent of employees during the interviews wanted to see their, their the office they'll be working wow. in it never happened in the past yeah I never was never really I assumed it will be a just just an office
0: so are you finding that actually playing out when you're interviewing staff for your team are they wanted to see the office before they'll take the job
2: they asked they ask about it. they what? ask about it. is this an open plan office is this a room is, is, is this a room will they have breakout rooms will they be able to work from home uh, from time to time that's, yeah. that's that's the questions were never asked 10 years ago no
0: no I didn't ask when I took a job here <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, and well, the Czech Republic is very similar, very similar. Lowest unemployment rate in Europe in the wow. Czech Republic. There's almost now more vacancies than there are people looking for jobs in the wow. Czech Republic, which has never, never happened.
0: That's an, an that's incredible. Nationally. Yeah, that's an incredible statistic. Yes,
1: that's nationally Gosh. in the country. So, your labour shortages. Uh, Czech is also bringing people from the east, but also we we're also looking at a phenomenon of of people boomeranging back from mm. Western Europe. Yeah. Uh, that, are, that are Polish nationals or Czech nationals or other nationalities in Central and Eastern Europe. And obviously those people, particularly the younger ones, have been working in offices like this yep. and, and therefore have a high, higher expectation. So exactly, the employers, the, tenant, the occupiers in Central and Eastern Europe have to deliver. Yeah. Yeah,
2: my one, 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 one aspect is that the office buildings themselves must change, like everyone expects or most people expect to have a gym in the building, to have a canteen, to have some retail space and it is actually a, a bit disadvantageous for the owner mm. of, the, of, of the building because a gym doesn't pay the same rent as an office occupier yeah. does, but you need to have it, you yeah. need to have it to attract good tenants and the tenants must have it to attract good people.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going, to, I'm going to finish on the same thing that your report finishes on, which is about pets in the office. And the, the, uh, the quotes that uh, proven that having pets in the workplace reduces stress and makes people feel calmer and more productive. And uh, it's a question to both of you. Um, and do you think it's realistic that we, we're going to have pets on a daily basis in our offices in the future? Mark? Uh,
1: uh, as a pet owner, historically... <laughs> Practically, I see it's very difficult. I mean, obviously, the, the, it's, it's controlling behavior of the pets. That's yes. going to be the aspect that, that, that I would see as most complex. I mean, I, I get the idea that, that it, it, it uh, promotes uh, social interaction and and the and helps and helps uh, bind the workplace together. Um, but yes, the practical aspect
2: for me is a question mark. Yeah. Personally. And what uh, check? All leases I've seen have a close, no beds allowed uh, in, the, yeah. in the office, and I'm afraid it's going to stay this way.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Mark, and for what check, for giving up your time today. I know that you have flown over. For for today Um, and it's been really fascinating to hear about the CEE office market and how it's changing and to all of our listeners thank you for joining us and please don't forget to subscribe to the Real Deal podcast and if you want to get copies of the report published by CMS and Colliers it's available on both uh, websites thank you